0: Welcome to Antelope Island State Park. I'm Kaylee, your podcast host. For this episode, we will be discussing winter life on Antelope Island. I spoke with Trish Ackley, Antelope Island State Park naturalist, about the winter conditions on the island and what you may find if you make a trip out to the island this season. Winter is a quiet season at Antelope Island. You can expect to see smaller crowds, good views of the wildlife, and you won't have to worry about bugs. Also, the island doesn't get much snow, especially compared to surrounding areas, so you can participate in any outdoor activity that you would in warmer seasons.
1: We do have kind of a microclimate of our own out here. Uh, All of that snow that we get along the Wasatch Range is lake effect snow, so the moisture is coming out of Great Salt Lake and just hammering those mountains to the east of the city. But since we're in the middle of Great Salt Lake, we don't get to take advantage of that. We don't benefit from that. It it misses us because it's it's getting drawn from the lake. Winter is my favorite season on the island. A couple of reasons. It's slower visitation-wise, so it really gives me an opportunity to slow down myself and and actually get out on the park and enjoy it. The animals seem to be more active. Maybe it's because they stand out better against the snow that we do get. Uh, but it it seems like I see a lot more wildlife in the winter that are active. Uh, and there are no bugs. We're known for our bugs, so uh, they're not out in the winter. So it's a really great time to be out here. Good activities for people in the winter. It's It's really a great spot for year-round recreation. Because we don't get a lot of snow out here, you can mountain bike, you can hike the roads are cleared we we do plow the roads so if you want a road bike you can great photography astrophotography stargazing really anything that you can do in the summer you can do in the winter
0: and there's fewer bugs so that's great antelope island is a great location for stargazing the park is recognized as a national dark sky location and despite being pretty close to surrounding cities There are some amazing stars that you can see on the island. I asked Trish, what's one of the best locations for stargazing on the island? The best location, in my opinion, for
1: stargazing is White Rock Bay. There's a great big parking lot there that is used for the trailhead uh, that goes into the backcountry area. That is really the best spot because it blocks the light from the city. To the east and it blocks the light from Kennecott uh, copper mine to the south of the lake that's pretty pretty brightly lit too so the mountain prairie peak kind of blocks blocks all of that light also.
0: If you visit Antelope Island there's a pretty good chance you'll see some members of the bison herd. The number of bison in the winter following the bison roundup is around 500. There's also a chance you will see the pronghorn the animal native to the island in which it got its name. The number of pronghorn antelope is around 200, so you are more likely to see the bison. But keep your eyes peeled, because the pronghorn tend to blend into their surroundings and can be less noticeable than a thousand-pound bison. Look out for coyotes, mule deer, and though their numbers are small, bobcats can also be found on the island. One animal that seems to stand out in wintertime on the island is the bald eagle. They can be seen often from the causeway, so make sure to look out for them. Trish explains why we see more bald eagles on the island in the winter time, as well as some winter adaptations that our island inhabitants have in order to survive the harsher weather.
1: More bald eagles uh, near, near the island in the winter. Why is that? They're not able to fish in those freshwater reservoirs up in the mountains. They're coming down to the lower elevations. And we have a lot of waterfowl out here and even some wintering gulls that they can hunt for food. So it's a nice treat in the winter for sure. The mule deer and the pronghorn both have hollow hair, kind of like straws, to trap air. And that's just for insulation. So we go and um, buy puffy coats from REI. (laughs) It's kind of like a, a... an easy way to trap that air and insulate us and that's the same kind of principle with that hollow hair and the deer and the pronghorn. The coyotes will grow really thick long coats also for for keeping warm in the winter. Luckily bison don't have to forage too much in the snow out here because like I said we we don't get a lot of snow out here but they are built for it. They uh, have a very, very muscular neck. That lump that you see on their neck is just pure muscle. And that's used for pushing pushing around snow uh, and getting to that grass that's growing underneath it.
0: Whether you plan to stay in your car or hike one of our trails when you visit the island, you can expect to see amazing views of the Great Salt Lake and surrounding areas. If you do plan on a winter hike when you visit the island, Trish has some recommendations.
1: I love all of them. There are two hikes out here that I won't do in the winter. Frairy Peak. Anybody who's been to the top of Frairy Peak knows that even in dry conditions in the summer, that last stretch is pretty tricky, uh, even when it's dry. So I I won't even attempt that one in the winter. Uh, and also. It seems funny because it's such a short one and it's usually very family friendly, but Buffalo Point uh, also has some slopes that don't see a lot of sunlight. So that will ice up really, really quickly too. So those two hikes I avoid when there's any icy conditions. But my favorite, I would say maybe Lakeside Loop, just because it's not as busy. It's not as popular of a trail, so I'm likely to have it to myself. Um, it's a lot quieter, real peaceful over there. Good chance to see wildlife
0: too. When winter conditions are just right on the island, with some strong winds, temperatures below freezing, and a mixture of fresh and salt water, ice shove can take place on the shorelines. I asked Trish to explain this phenomenon.
1: The ice shove phenomenon. This is amazing. And if you're ever lucky enough to see it, you're, you're lucky. So what's happening there? The of course, Great Salt Lake, salt water doesn't freeze, uh, but salt water is more dense than fresh water. So that real dense salt water will kind of sink, and then that fresh water that's coming in from the rivers, say Jordan the Jordan River that's coming into Farmington Bay, that flows over the top of that salt water, uh, and it freezes before it mixes in. So what you're getting is just a really thin sheet, um, maybe an inch or so thick of fresh water that's frozen. And so when you have that cap, and then we have a wind event, um, a real heavy windstorm, that sheet of ice can kind of shift and get rammed up against the causeway, um, which is where I've seen it happen. uh, And that's where you just get piles and piles of um, just broken shards of glass. And it's very cool to watch uh, the sound of it. You'll never forget it. It's very neat.
0: If you haven't been out to Antelope Island, winter is a wonderful time to do so. To access Antelope Island State Park, there is a $15 day use fee per vehicle. The entrance gate is open from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. in the winter time and the buildings are open from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. If you are planning on visiting the island soon, it is important to remember not to visit the park when you are feeling sick. Make sure to practice social distancing, keep a safe distance from the wildlife, and pack out what you pack in. Check out our website for news and current conditions. You can find us at antelopeisland.utah.gov, on Facebook at Antelope Island SP, Instagram at Antelope Island State Park, Twitter at Antelope SP, and YouTube at Antelope Island State Park. This podcast was created under the direction of Trish Ackley at Antelope Island State Park. Special thanks to Trish for the interview. Join us next time for further exploration of Antelope Island.